Thank Lord Beerus, the action has arrived. Thank Lord Beerus, the action has arrived. Everyone, welcome to episode 7 of Rock the Dragon, a Dragon Ball Super Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Bridgewater. Thank you guys for joining me this week. Man, oh man, did you just watch the same thing that I watched? I think you did, and we're about to talk about it. We're going to get into this thing, and we're going to fucking be excited about it, because I'm pretty pumped. Uh, Once again, my name is Tim Bridgewater. I hosted two other podcasts, one called Geekly Dose. We talked about all sorts of geek things, movies, comic books, video games, all that kinds of stuff, as well as Republic City Report, which was a Legend of Korra podcast. So if you watch Legend of Korra, uh, you probably listened to that. You may have enjoyed it. If you're thinking about getting into the show even now, go back and listen to it. There's tons of classic episodes of both Geekly Dose as well as uh, Republic City Report over on iTunes as well as Stitcher.com course rock the dragon itself is now available on itunes google play as well as stitcher.com even though i did actually i mentioned this on last episode i did actually contact stitcher to see why the podcast wasn't updating there uh they never responded i mean i got an auto response saying that they would respond soon that was about a week ago i haven't heard shit i don't know but as far as i can tell none of my listeners are really coming from stitcher anyway so right now i guess it's not a big deal but if, that, if you rely on Stitcher, let me know. Maybe we all need to send them some emails so they can fix it, see what the problem is. But if you're not having any problems, that's great. Fine. Another thing I want to mention here is that I now I'm going to start. Uh, I have an email address now. Uh, if you've been listening to the show so far, you know that I've been heavily pushing that Facebook page, facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast. I'm still going to push that. So please, if you if you're interested, head over and give that page a like. Uh, I will be posting things on there. Sometimes we have brief little conversations, but there's just not a lot. There's not a lot of likes over there. So there's not really a lot of reason for me to make a bunch of posts. But the more people I get, the more I post and we'll do that. But for those of you that may be a little bit shy and I don't know, for some reason you don't want you want to remain anonymous or something. Um, go ahead and send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. So if you have a question or a comment about the episode or Dragon Ball as a whole, something like that, if you feel much more comfortable sending me an email, that's totally fine. Send me an email. Uh, so once again, rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, with that being said, I do have a message that I'm going to read a little bit later. Uh, but for now, whew, let's get to this episode. Of course, this episode is going to cover... Episode 7 of Dragon Ball Super. How dare you do that to my Boma? Vegeta's Metamorphosis of Fury? Technically, that's a question. Okay, there's, there's a question mark after that statement. Uh, I was waiting to see if the announcer was going to say it. But he didn't. So I don't know what that's about. I mean, <laughs> we're asking. I don't know. Is it Vegeta's Metamorphosis of Fury? Well, we know one thing's for sure. There's definitely some sort of a metamorphosis going on here in this episode. But we're gonna we're gonna get there. Don't worry, we're gonna get there. Get your questions ready. Get your comments ready. Those of you who have been watching the Japanese version of Dragon Ball Super, you just keep your mouths shut for now, okay? Because you guys already knew about this shit. So I don't want to hear any. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, okay? The rest of us, we're we're catching up slowly but surely. But of course, this episode just sort of resumes basically where the last episode left off at okay when we last left off uh beerus was basically beating the shit out of majin buu uh not much has changed here we do get more of that in the episode uh but once again i think a lot of this is just kind of establishing reminding us slash letting those of us 
who didn't watch Battle of Gods know how strong Beerus is. I mean, we kind of already know at this point. I mean, we watched him take out a Super Saiyan level 3 Goku in like two hits. So, uh, I guess they're just sort of reiterating that fact. And we get a lot of Vegeta action here. It's kind of one cool thing about this episode is that, you know, since Goku isn't around, Vegeta's kind of the hero right now. He's kind of the main dude. And he's the only one that really has a real indication of how strong Beerus is, at least at this point in the episode. Later on, we find that Dende may know a little something, etc. But uh, we'll get to that. But, you know, this this episode just start started on a good note. I mean, it's funny. They, they managed to keep a good amount of humor in this episode and a good amount of seriousness to where I started to actually really feel some serious danger here. I mean, there's a lot of differences here unless I'm remembering something wrong from Battle of Gods. Uh, this episode alone, I think, has made Beerus seem much more threatening than the entire Battle of Gods movie did. Uh, so that's something that's different and pretty cool about it. And of course, there's more things. We'll get into that. Um, Vegeta's a little bit different here in this episode. Uh, but once again, I can't, you know, I can't completely complain about that because I was kind of hoping that there would be some some amount of change in his character now that we've got this new series. I tell you, it's a very weird beginning to a, a series considering, you know, it's been 20 or so years since Dragon Ball Z ended. It's been very a very strange way, I think, to bring us back into this world by telling this story in the way that they're telling it because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of this is happening because Beerus wanted some pudding. So even when you think about how serious things are getting, you kind of remember that the reasoning behind it is kind of dumb. <laughs> but um, but either way, I definitely still appreciate it because we're getting some good action out of it. So, yeah, Majibu basically gets his butt kicked around a good bit. Uh, he, he just can't seem to learn a lesson. Uh, but... Um, I mean, you can, you know, even if you haven't seen Battle of Gods at this point, you're watching Whis, right? Whis is over there with the sushi chef ordering food. So you can kind of start to predict and say, all right, at some point, maybe Beerus will see something else that he likes enough to not destroy Earth, because obviously that's not going to happen, at least, you know, not now. Uh, but it's very cool. Some of the animation on Beerus's face at times is seems a little bit wacky. I mean, it seems a little bit worse than normal, I guess. Um, which not not to say that it's always bad, but you know, some of these shots are way better than others. But we get a lot of action this episode, man. We get a lot of action, and this is this is where I start to remember why I fell in love with this show because they always handle these moments very well. Not only that, and I don't remember if this happened in Battle of Gods or not, because honestly, I've only seen Battle of Gods twice. Okay, once in the theater, once online when I decided to rewatch it so I can talk about it on episode zero of the podcast. Once again, there is an episode zero to this podcast. If you haven't heard that yet, you want to go back and check that out. But yeah, I talked about Battle of Guys there, but I don't remember Gotenks showing up in that movie. So I could be wrong, but we get that. So little Goten and Trunks fuse to form Gotenks, which makes sense in this case. It makes sense that they would try to be the strongest version of themselves, even though Gotenks didn't actually power up to Super Saiyan for some reason. Uh, and if I'm not if am I if I'm not mistaken here, Gotenks can go level three, right? 
Did that not happen to the, the Boo Saga? Did Gotenks not reach Super Saiyan level 3? Or am I just thinking about uh, fan art? Because sometimes you'll see fan art of things that don't actually exist in the Dragon Ball universe. Like, I think there's, like, photos of a Super Saiyan level 3 Vegeta floating around. And it'll, it'll fool the shit out of you. <laughs> and it, once again, if you listen to episode 0, you remember that I didn't actually... Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of everything that happened after the Cell Saga. So my memory on that stuff is a little bit rough. But uh, I thought it interesting that Gotenks just kind of went to fight Beerus without even going full Super Saiyan mode. But whatever it made for a pretty funny exchange of dialogue between the two of them because once again this is getting pretty serious but Beerus is kind of explaining this whole hypothetical story about the pudding <laughs> and how he doesn't think it's dumb that he he doesn't think that he's overreacting about it because it's something he's never tasted before for all he knows it could be the best thing he ever tasted in his fucking life there's a weird sense of uh, sense that is actually is there's a little there's a weird sense of logic there that actually kind of makes sense, um, but we get a lot of funny dialogue here from Gotenks. Made me realize how much I miss that character, even though once again a lot of that stuff during the Boo Saga wasn't my favorite. Uh, we did have some fun with this, and he just kind of spanks. I mean, he kind of spanks him a little bit. So it's just funny. But the entire time, of course, you know, Vegeta's just kind of sitting back. Uh, watching you know wondering what he can do uh it's kind of freaking out a little bit more than i think we may have ever seen him freak out i mean like it was almost very uncharacteristic of vegeta the way he was reacting in this episode uh, i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing yet i'm not sure but there was a lot you know how like dragon ball z is known for those moments where it's just oh that kind of shit there was a lot of that in this episode a lot and i, I almost felt like it was intentional <laughs> you know it's like you can go on youtube and find montages of everybody just kind of grunting and doing that weird surprise sound i mean i understand why they do that because it's animated we need to understand exactly what they're feeling in that moment but when they do the too much of it it's a little bit too much but what's awesome is that we get that, but you know, we also get these guys joining in. You know, uh, Tian Piccolo and Android 18 pretty much say, Hey, we're just not gonna stand here and watch, you know, this guy destroy the planet. We're gonna power up, we're gonna run in air, we're gonna give it a shot. Of course, we all know they don't stand a chance. I mean, the second he beat Goku, we all knew that no one else would pretty much stand a chance at this point, okay? But it's still cool that they, they're trying, they're giving it a shot. And that's what makes these characters so cool, right? I think I was talking about this on episode six of the podcast um, about how these side characters, even though they get they got outshined and outpowered by the Saiyans a long time ago, they still get their moments to shine. They don't completely give up. They try and fight anyway. So we get some good moments like that. But we also get a lot of, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel like at any moment during one of these episodes that a little. Uh, Japan tourism uh, logo will show up because I mean they're going into a lot of detail about this sushi I mean that that chef they spent a good I don't know 20 30 seconds on him just naming different types of food uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Japan tourism commission has something to do with this episode <laughs> hey this is modern this is how it is now man you got to market wherever you can possibly get it in 
And I don't think it's necessarily a coincidence that they're doing that. But there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, whatever fate makes it feel more Japanese, you know, I'm all for it. But they're also finding a way to tie it into the story, which is good. You know, Beerus, that's his thing. Food, at the end of the day, is going to end up determining whether or not he decides to destroy the Earth. Now, they managed to buy a little bit of time because Whis is pretty much saying, oh, I just made an order. I just ordered some more food or I got this coming, that coming. So it's like, you know, <laughs> I'll hold off on destroying the Earth a little bit longer so I can taste some more of this food. Once again, kind of silly as a concept, but not really because it's Dragon Ball and there's always some kind of weird thing like that going on. I mean, don't make me bring up the Boo Saga again with one Boo turning the other Boo into chocolate and eating him and all this shit. They always manage to find a way to include food somehow in the, in the, in the storylines. But I'll tell you about one particular moment that got me really excited during this episode. And that is whenever we got to see Gohan, okay? And he's talking to Videl about what's going on. And uh, he takes those glasses off, man. So we know, hey, it's a matter of time before he gets into the action. We don't know what he's going to do, how well he's going to do, because, well, you know, a lot of my memories of him weren't the fondest of great salmon and all that stuff, but... Uh, is excited to see them all getting back in the battle. Meanwhile, Majin Buu's not giving up. Uh, <laughs> he's basically giving it his all and getting whipped. But, you know, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. It's funny, but it's kind of sad. Uh, it's sad because, you know, we've kind of grown fond of Majin Buu a little bit, even though he's kind of a pain in the butt. I mean, he's funny, right? So just kind of watching him get his ass whipped the entire episode is kind of sad. Uh, I wanted to mention this earlier and I forgot, but when Gotink showed up, there was a, a theme that played. Uh, I really hope that's not his theme music because I didn't like it. <laughs> it was the it felt so out of place. But other than that, I really liked the rest of the music during this episode. Like, I feel like we got a couple new tracks that we hadn't heard before, probably because we hadn't seen much fighting. So now we're starting to getting the fight music and it's reminding me of Bruce Faulkner's music. Uh, go back and listen to episode zero if you want to hear me profess my love for that. But good stuff here. Uh, and what I like here is that there are moments, there's a moment where Dende uh, realizes that Beerus is a god. And that, to me, was the best way that they could possibly do it. Because Dende is Kami of Earth now. Meaning he's going to have a certain amount of, he's going to have a certain pipeline sort of access to that kind of knowledge uh, that no one else has so very good way of bringing Dende into the story and making him relevant because he was just kind of there the whole time I mean I think he healed Piccolo at some point but it's good that like they're trying to find a, a way to use every character in this episode but shortly after that we get Gohan. He goes out, he powers up, he charges Beerus. Once again, I don't understand why he wouldn't have gone Super Saiyan first. Um, that's always weird to me. Why wouldn't you power up to the most powerful version of yourself first before you go to challenge a guy like this? I mean, but you never know their reasoning behind it because uh, one thing Dragon Ball Z has always been pretty good about in the past is kind of explaining energy usage and how 
you know, there are certain processes to be taken. And if you expend too much energy at once, this could happen. And if you don't do enough at this time, this could happen. So maybe it's something like that. And maybe I'm just being super generous. <laughs> but still, I enjoyed it. Uh, did I mention Tien? I mean, they all kind of gave it their best shot. Uh, meanwhile, Vegeta's just steadily getting pissed. And even Krillin is thinking about jumping in. But there's a there's actually a really cool moment where, where you know, um, I think Chi-Chi is talking to Krillin and saying that, you know, wh what are you doing? <laughs> why, why aren't you fighting? And he, you know, and Krillin is like, I, get, I hung up my fighting shoes a long time ago. And we're like, yeah, whatever, Krillin. <laughs> but then he says, who's going to protect Marin? And the voice acting was so good there that it made me feel, I really felt it when he said that. I was like, wow, he's right, man. He's got a daughter here. And he knows damn well he's not stronger than his wife. If she can't beat Beerus, then he doesn't stand a chance. So, pretty good logic there. Once again, good episode. Uh, eventually, you know, oh, we get Vegeta, man. All those moments I talked about where Vegeta was out of character and he was kind of being a little bit annoying, a little bit weird. We get some sweet moments here where he just powers up and says, you know what? I'm not bit, I'm not kneeling anymore. I'm the prince of all Saiyans. You know, this is the fucking Vegeta that we've been missing. Uh, of course, he doesn't, he can't really do much. You know, he powers up, he goes, gets into the fight, and, and, and Beerus pulls out that same move that he always uses on Vegeta to where he can't, he just kind of paralyzes him and he can't do anything. Uh, which in a way, if you think about it, you know, and, and I don't like, sometimes I don't break Dragon Ball Z down and on too many levels because a lot of times it's, I don't think there's anything to break down, but I think there's something to break down here. So let's talk about that for a second. Imagine... I would imagine that something like not being able to move at all would be sort of the worst possible punishment to someone like Vegeta, where most of his pride uh, lies in his ability to fight. Uh, that's what excites him. That's what drives him. That's what makes him a warrior and to not be able to do. I mean, even when he is able to fight, but he's just not strong enough, I still feel like him not being able to fight at all is worse um and and we get this it's they're kind of going for some symbolism here because there's a moment where beerus puts his foot on vegeta's head the same way he did to his father and he even mentions that you know so there's definitely some parallels here you know vegeta's being tested here in a lot of lot more ways than anyone else which is interesting because i mean beerus didn't come there for him he's not the super saiyan god but this is an interesting way. And one of the things that I said, one of my many hopes for Dragon Ball Super is that we will find more interesting, deeper ways to get to know some of these characters that we have been, been watching for a long time, but didn't really know that well. So thank goodness for that, because I feel like they're already developing Vegeta way more than he was developed in Dragon Ball Z. So we're off to a good start. Now, once again, some of it was kind of weird. The way he was kind of reacting to certain things, the way he was... I mean, I don't know. He just seemed more beaten and broken than ever in some of these shots. When, theoretically, it seems like they've all been in worse situations than this. But I guess just knowing that there's nothing that they can do and this guy can and will destroy the Earth at any moment uh, is enough to break someone. And then it's also his wife's birthday, right? So, you know, he likes to pretend like he didn't care about that, but he did. Once again, we get these cool moments 
You know, Beerus is basically charging up this beam where he's gonna destroy the planet. Vegeta's just kind of sitting there saying, you know what, this is a hell of a way to go out. If I'm gonna go out being destroyed by a god, not too bad. It gets to a point where he just closes his eyes and just accepts defeat. You know, he's a warrior. And, and I love it. I love that they're taking it to this level uh, seven episodes into this saga. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Now, for the moment we all have been waiting to talk about, uh, <laughs> Boma, uh, in another bonehead move, because she's done a lot in the past, she decides to walk up to Beerus and slap him in the face. Now, at this point in time in their lives, they've been, Boma's been around long enough to know that she has to know that that's not going to do anything to him. But she's Boma, and she doesn't back down. Uh, I guess she kind of takes after her husband in that way now. But we get sort of this epic little mini montage editing sequence where Beerus basically pimp slaps the shit out of Boma. <laughs> and I'm sorry, it's kind of funny because the just the way they edited it together go back and watch it again okay it's very much a pimp slap <laughs> it's not a regular slap it's definitely i know a pimp slap when i see one okay and that was a that was a beerus pimp slap backhand across the fucking face uh but in this moment i mean gosh do we not see i think we see vegeta at his most vulnerable he's never i've never seen him we've never seen him react this way to Boma being hurt we've seen him freak out in the past when future trunks got hurt but i mean he's just basically losing it here and at this point you know you're wondering like you know he starts to we're watching it like is he transforming here is vegeta about to like transform into something just because the way it was shown it very much seems like that uh and the only thing that happened was Boma got slapped in the face i mean she's still alive but I guess that was enough. So then we get this huge, massive explosion of energy. And guess what? There's lightning in the energy. And true Dragon Ball Z connoisseurs such as myself will immediately identify that with a Super Saiyan level two transformation. Is that what happened here? Let me know. Rock the Dragon Podcast at gmail.com. In this moment, did Vegeta just go Super Saiyan level two because Boma got pimp slapped? <laughs> I think that's what's going on. The lightning and the electricity inside the aura in the past has always been an indication of Super Saiyan level two. Uh, it happened when Gohan transformed. Um, the few times that Goku just kind of transformed, went to that stage just for the hell of it, it happened. Uh, not only that, the title of the episode kind of lends toward Vegeta making some sort of a metamorphosis. So uh, the only question is, is that. Is it level two and why? Why didn't he reach it a lot sooner? Right. Because let's think let's think back to Gohan going level two back in uh, the Cell Saga. So this is I don't know. I don't know what, 10, 12 years or something to go in their timeline. Um, a lot happened since then. I mean, Vegeta became Majin Vegeta, which increased his power level a lot, just his general training, um, his time in a hyperbolic time chamber, whatever else. You think by now he would have actually reached level two, but maybe he didn't. My memory is a little bit fuzzy on the Boo Saga. So if I'm misreading something, 
by all means, send me an email, rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com or head over to facebook.com slash rockthedragonpodcast. Let me know. Let's talk about it. We finally got some action going on here. Let's theorize. Once again, if you already know the answers, well, don't spoil it for us, okay? Because I haven't, I haven't been watching the Japanese version. So I'm very excited to see this episode. Uh, that about does it for the episode talk. I mean, it pretty much ends with that and Vegeta just being Vegeta and pretty much saying, you're going to, I'm going to make you sorry, Beerus. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I think we've pretty much established that if Goku could not beat him at level three, there's no way that Vegeta will beat him at level two. But I'm looking forward to see an angry Vegeta unleash hell and fury at Beerus. And he may even get in some good licks because in the past, even when someone wasn't strong enough to necessarily defeat someone, just those temporary moments of rage, uh, their power level will raise enough to where they can just get in one good hit and he might even give them a black eye or he might get a little trickle of blood running out of his mouth or something like that. You never know. Uh, but man, what a hell of an episode. My favorite episode of the series so far. I mean, let me know if you disagree with that. I'm pretty sure <laughs> most of you won't. This isn't the first time we've got action, but the last time we got it, well, you know, it was very brief or the animation was crappy. So now we got some good animation. We've got pretty much all of our Z fighters back in battle here. The ones who felt like they could at least put up a decent fight. Best episode so far. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And the beauty of it is now, now that the fight has began, it should technically be a while before it stops, right? Because Goku's going to be showing up again at some point. Uh, they didn't show Goku and King Kai at all this episode. Once again, stalling, right? They're stalling <laughs> because if they would have showed them, they would have had to explain why he was why he hasn't gone home yet. So they just say, you know what? Let's just not even show him at all. That way, we as an audience don't have to ask those questions. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to see him again next episode, though. Uh, Vegeta's going to put up a pretty good battle, fight, hopefully, something out of that. Awesome, awesome, awesome episode. Pumped. That being said, I'm going to switch over to the message slash email segment. I don't think I mentioned this last episode, but something I, that I am sort of doing is I'm looking for a name for this segment. Um, something that ties into Dragon Ball. If you were a Republic City Report listener, my email segment was called Correspondence because the show is called The Legend of Korra. So it kind of worked. If anyone has any suggestions on how I can do that for Dragon Ball Super uh, and kind of tie it in. I did get one suggestion before. But that was only one suggestion, so I want to get more before I make a decision. If not, well, then I'll just call it the email segment, and that'll be that. Uh, once again, uh, rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Now, with that being said, I'm going to switch over here and read the quick little message here that I got from Brent, one of my regular listeners. Brent, thank you very much for writing me, as always. It says here, well, one thing I did notice this episode was the animation in the intro was slightly different from last week showcasing Goku and Goten in the garden and some other characters. That'd be nice that they will change somewhat with somewhat often with the storyline. I remember back in Z they still had Saiyan Saga, young Gohan in the intro even during the Cell games. Haha. <laughs> now I want to mention that Brent's uh, message is pertaining to the previous episode, episode six. Uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't notice that Brent. I actually and I didn't even think to check when I watch this time but if you notice that that's awesome um, I always think it's cool whenever shows do that uh, I mean of course a lot of shows do that 
a lot of live action shows have done that because when the well when the pilot airs they don't have that footage to show yet right they don't have and it was something that was very popular back in the 90s the way shows come on now is a lot different you know you don't you don't have people slowly turning toward the camera and smiling anymore <laughs> you know and then showing their names the credits during the, the intro sequences anymore a lot of shows now is just titles right just five six second title sequence you know something like that and then it'll come on but that's something that was really popular back then is that you know as they shot more shows and more footage they would go back and add things to the beginning of course they don't need to do that here in dragon ball super because you know they just animate whatever they feel like animating for the intro but they are if they are doing that and that's cool. And I'll be sure to look out for it from now on and keep an eye out for it to see if that keeps happening. So once again, Brent, thanks very much for uh, sending me that message. If you'd like to send me one, once again, head over to Facebook.com slash Rock the Dragon Podcast. Send me an email at Rock the Dragon Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm trying to remember this stuff. Sorry. Uh, and if you do head over to Facebook, hey, go ahead and like. Uh, facebook.com slash Tim Bridgewater Geek. I've been talking about this every episode. I've been saying that every week I'm getting closer and closer to launching all that stuff. That has not changed. That is still coming. I will be posting at least my first video back, or one or two videos back within the next two weeks, I think, if I want to start getting some stuff out there before the new Power Rangers film comes out. So you want to head over there, get that page a like. You want to go to the YouTube page, subscribe, get ready. Tim Bridgewater Geek, you know, it's not just podcasts, it's video, it's creative content, it's movie reviews, comic books, action figures, whatever you want to see, whatever you want to talk about, we can do it over there. I need you guys to go over and like those pages though and subscribe. <laughs> Please also, I know I'm asking for a lot here, but I also give a lot here, man. Okay, so... Head over to YouTube, uh, not YouTube, iTunes. Leave me a review on, on iTunes if you don't mind. Rating, review, probably take you three minutes. Three minutes. If you're enjoying the podcast, let me know. I'd appreciate it. It'll go a long way in helping me get the word out about the podcast. And, and it'll ultimately enable me to be able to do much more. And if you're enjoying this, then you should want more, right? So help me get to that point. Uh, with that being said, I think that about does it for this episode, guys. Exciting episode. Cannot wait till next week. Very good. Very awesome. So until next time for Rock the Dragon Podcast, I'm Tim Bridgewater, and I'll see you guys next time.